they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on social media at mbills314. You can also send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Welcome to episode number 94 of the Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures podcast. I thank all my listeners. I want to just let you guys know that I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Forgive me for it being a while before I came back with episode number 94 but so many things has been going on i've been trying to get this network together working on websites we just launched my wife's first podcast which is called the and i am podcast now listen to me if you are a single woman or if you are a single woman that has children that you're raising by yourself the podcast that my wife created and i am is for you Now, I'm not just exaggerating because this is my wife and I'm trying to get us some downloads and some clicks. Listen, podcast was put together for you. If you are a single woman or you are a single parent, she has put herself in a position to be your coach. She wants to coach you during this season. Now, I don't know how many podcasts we have out there like this, but I believe that this is one that's unique. Now, the way we're doing this podcast is a little different, all right? So we're doing 10 episodes for 10 weeks. And this episode and this podcast, the And I Am podcast, is gonna be broken up into seasons. So this first season, we're doing 10 episodes, 10 weeks. Every Friday, she's dropping one. And this is going to ignite your faith, it's going to encourage you as a single parent and as a single woman. And if you started out where you were just in in the slumps and you didn't see how you were going to make it, my wife and with the And I Am podcast, by the grace of God, she's going to help you. So make sure that you download, you subscribe, And I Am, A-N-N-I-A-M. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you share it with every woman that you know. I mean, it is International Women's Month, right? So share with all the women that you know because she wants to empower women to go to another level, all right? So this is episode number 94 and so many things go on, just like it seems to always go on when I take a little, you know what I'm saying, two or three week break from uh, doing the episode, things just happen. I mean, we got voting going on, the coronavirus outbreak. I mean, this it's it's getting nuts <laughs> out here, man. And um, and I want to talk a little bit about this coronavirus because it just seems like it. I don't know. Some things you be thinking like is the media making this stuff up? Like it go from China to America, and they go from these just numbers from one person died to not 250 people died like it's so many things going on with this and um just throughout the years we've had so many different things that i think it just invokes fear in a lot of us i mean we can go down the list um we've had you remember y2k in the year 2000 they say y2k was going was going to kill us 
You know, 2001, we had the anthrax scare. 2002, we had the West Nile virus. 2003, we had SARS. 2005, we had the bird flu. 2006, we had E. coli. 2008, it was the bad economy. 2009, we had the swine flu. Remember that? 2010, it was the BP oil thing is gonna take us under. 2012, it was the Mayan calendar. 2013, it was North Korea. You know, the whole situation you know, that was gonna wipe us out. 2014, it was Ebola. Remember the Ebola virus? 2015, it was the Disney measles and ISIS. 2016, the Zika virus. And now we have the coronavirus. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but um, all these things, you know, my wife was even saying like, is this man-made stuff? Like, I don't really know. I mean, obviously the coronavirus is a serious thing because it's actually taking people out. And allow me to be your media correspondent. <laughs> on this coronavirus. I want to read you a couple of things, all right, before we get into the word, because we're going to deal with this coronavirus and fear from a scriptural standpoint. I'm reading from the New York Times. It says, coronavirus cases continue to be confirmed in the United States. By following some basic steps, you can help reduce your risk and do your part to protect others. If your community is affected, it says the coronavirus continues to spread worldwide with hundreds sickened and nearly 20 deaths in the United States. Health experts have been warning that the viruses spread in the country is inevitable. That means it's time to prepare your home and family in case your community is affected. Most important, do not panic. While the outbreak is a serious public health concern, the majority of those who contract the coronavirus do not become seriously ill and only a small percentage require intensive care. By following some basic steps, you can help reduce your risk and do your part to protect others. They have here, wash your hands. It's not sexy, but it works. Huh? That not sexy part threw me off, but that's what it says. It says, keep your hands clean and keep your distance from sick people. Then it says, wash your hands. It's not sexy, but it works. Uh, if anything, sexy is, is clean hands. <laughs> It's not sexy. What, is it? what does that mean? I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, it says stay home if you're sick. Protect other people from infection by being extra cautious if you are not feeling well. Unless you're already infected, face masks won't work. But if you are infected, masks can help prevent the spread of a virus. Then it says stock up on home supplies, medicine, and resources. You can't find hand sanitizer anywhere. I mean, you can find it, but you go and it's we out of stock. Come back tomorrow where we stock it because people are taking caution and there's nothing wrong by any means of course using wisdom when you hear that there's a pandemic uh going on a pandemic just simply means you know there's a disease outbreak that's going all over the country and the world you know and um there's nothing wrong with that but my issue is as always it's fear being motivated by fear rather than being motivated by knowledge you know they're saying that the coronavirus is like flu-like symptoms and you know except you know you get shortness of breath and all these different things and they're just telling people basically they're saying that the spread of it is by people not washing their hands well people have not been washing their hands since i was born you know i go in restrooms now and i see grown men that don't wash their hands or some people use hand sanitizer as a substitute for hand soap so it's it's so many corona-like viruses out here because people don't wash their hands and i don't think people are going to start because of this coronavirus people cough and don't cover their mouths that's been happening that's going to continue to happen this coronavirus some people just nasty some people don't have you know 
basic manners. Let me read to you what it says in Psalms 91. Now, last episode, we dealt a little bit about unbelief and how it says Jesus couldn't perform many mighty works because of their unbelief. And I don't want us to be unbelievers. You know, when things like this go on in the world, we have an answer. You know, we don't have to get caught up in the world's fear tactics. And not saying this is a tactic, but, and it's not saying again that you shouldn't take caution. But at the same time, we want to be motivated by wisdom and knowledge, not fear. Because if this can motivate you, if you're being motivated to do this by fear, what else can the enemy bring to motivate you? You see what I'm saying? Because fear is what Satan uses to motivate people. So check out what it says in Psalms 91. It says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Verse two, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. The Bible is not a made up book. God has promises in here for us. If he says that the angels of the Lord are encamped around about those who fear him, fear meaning reverence, respect him, that's exactly what he meant. We don't have to do a trial and error to see if that's true. It has to be true because it's in the book. And we have to start believing and being confident like that because what has he done talking about the Lord that hasn't worked? What has he said that hasn't come to pass? What has he done that you had to go back behind his work to clean up behind him? He's never lost. He's never failed. Anything he's ever told us, anything he's ever said in his word has come to pass. As we stated last podcast, faith, you trusting and believing in what he says and acting on what he says, right? So when it says that he's going to protect us or that he will rescue us from every trap and protect you from every disease, this is in Psalm 91 verse three. That's what he meant. I choose to believe the Bible. Now you can choose to believe what CNN or what someone else says. But I choose and I'm praying, that's the reason why I'm doing this episode, I'm praying that you choose to believe the scriptures. Now again, we read last time about, what was that, Mark 16, I believe, where he talked about you picking up snakes and handling snakes and, and you know, if you handle snakes, you, you know, a poisonous snake, it won't hurt you or whatever. It's not saying to go and do that, right? So with this deadly disease, it's not saying to um, intentionally not protect yourself, intentionally not wash your hands because you believe God's going to protect you, to not, you know, use Lysol and spray and disinfect or whatever have you. It's not saying that. You live your life, right? On this journey we call life, we may possibly encounter things that we were not expecting, right? So, God forbid, you know, some things come unexpectedly. The word of God is there telling you that don't fear. You know, I had a situation that happened last week and I was telling my wife, well, listen, God already knew that this was going to happen. Now, it's news to us, but it's not news to him. And we need to acquire, we need to inquire his wisdom as to what to do next. And, you know, that takes humility to do that. That takes confidence to do that. But when you've seen the Lord work in and through your life, when you've seen God bring his promises to pass in your life, when you suffer a 
situation that you didn't expect, it shouldn't cause you to turn your back on him. It should cause you to run to him to say, hey, I don't know why this happened. This is a little confusing, but can you guide me and give me wisdom as to what I can do? You understand what I'm saying? So when it comes to this coronavirus, you don't expect to get it. And I'm believing none of us gonna get it, to be honest with you. But what I'm saying is, is that you don't, hey, I believe the word of God, so I'm not going to take caution. No, but you're not, again, we're not going to be motivated by fear. I just list, I just named you a list of all these things from 2000 all the way up to 2020. So that's over two decades of different things that, you know, we've seen in the news and so forth. Some of us was in high school when a lot of this stuff was going on. And you know what? We all turned out all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No Ebola, no, none of those things. But you know, some, I, I remember the Y2K scare. You know, they were saying the computers were going to shut down and, you know, there's not a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, television shows were, you know, mimicking the Y2K thing. And you know where I was on Y2K, the year 2000? I was at a skating rink at an all night lock in. So obviously, number one, my parents wasn't too much worried about it. <laughs> and I wasn't too much worried about it because I went. So, you know, and I was, of course, younger then. But it just goes to show you that I, nobody, I mean, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know, I didn't know. I was thinking the lights was going to shut off all the power. It was so many different things. I remember this joke uh, Bernie Mac said on Kings of Comedy. He was like, you know, they told you Y2K was coming. You know, people went out and bought party meat soup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what was it? You know, just, it's just out of fear is motivating you to, to do all these different things. And... Yes, man. And this is not going to be the last thing, right? Let's keep reading Psalms 91. I just find a lot of encouragement in this psalm. And listen carefully to what the, the word of God is saying. Verse four, it says again, it says, he will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. So we are to protect it. We are to be protected and use his promises as our armor. So that means when fiery darts or things are being shot your way, that his word should protect us. Will, not should, but it will protect us. Verse five, it says, do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Hallelujah. Did you hear what that just said? It says, though a thousand fall at your side and 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Hello, ladies, this is Ann, and welcome to my podcast, Ann I Am. If you are single, married, or divorced woman, or a woman who feels stuck and just need a push to keep going, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast will be done in seasons, and the first season will consist of 10 episodes where we'll be discussing things such as single parenting, ways to overcome traumatic experiences, how to properly prepare for marriage, and more. 
This is a MMS podcast original. This is Anne, and I will be your coach in this next season. Macchiatos, Macchiatos, music, Macchiatos, and the scripture, 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 and the
This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. Let that breathe for a minute. It's not going to touch you. It's not going to harm you, the child of God. So you're saying, well, he says touch you. Who is, who is he for? He's talking to the born again child of God. If you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you've made him, you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior. He's talking to you. You are a child of God. So to the child of God, he's saying, I'm going to protect you. It doesn't matter what's going on on your left or what's going on on your right. It can be disaster all around you, but it won't touch you. That's a promise, guys. Take it to the bank. That's a promise. Verse eight, just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. Verse 14. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Hallelujah. Now, if that don't light your fire, then your wood is wet. <laughs> because that is probably the most exciting news I've read all day. I mean, that's amazing. And with such boldness, to say that that's how you know he's God I'm the creator of heaven and earth and you're my child and I'm going to protect you he can't stop the evil from coming into this earth because it's already here and when I say he can't stop it then I'm not saying he can't stop it because he's not powerful enough to stop it I'm saying he can't stop it based off of the covenant that has already been set and that's something that we have to understand when a covenant has been enforced, the only way the covenant breaks is through death. That's it. So this earth is cursed because of what happened in the garden. So evil is terrorizing the earth. So if he wrote something or if he said something, he can't change it because he's a God of integrity. That, not, that may not make much sense to you, but it makes a lot of sense to me. You wouldn't even want him to do that because that means that he can go back on his word meaning he can tell us something and then you know decide that he changed his mind based off of our actions or what we did do or didn't do but God just laid everything in stone and told us his life and death and then he tells us to choose life so with all the things that's going on in the world we have to take comfort in knowing that God loves us, he hears us, and he's gonna protect us from a coronavirus or whatever virus they'll come up with in the next whatever, two years or so. When it comes to, you know, these primaries and the voting, that's another thing. I guess they will have 
us to believe that a particular candidate, if a particular candidate gets in office, then we will all be good and we will all be successful and live amazing lives. But I got some news for you. No candidate that you vote to be in the White House, whether it be Republican, Democrat, Independent, Liberal, whatever you are, it doesn't matter who gets in there. You're, they and us are still going to need the help of the Lord. And I got some other news for you. We can prosper and succeed regardless as to who's in office. Now, I'm not telling you not to vote. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not telling you who to vote for because you already know the deal. I don't endorse candidates and I don't have a and I don't have a political party. Don't subscribe to one. I listen just like everybody else. I hear people say some stuff that's good. Some people say stuff that I think sound weird. But, you know, I just be like, I mean, whoever gets in there at this point, you're going to need the Lord, you know. And for someone to believe that, you know, I just don't want Donald Trump to be in there. If that's all you want, then we in trouble because that means that you hate uh, individuals so bad that you just want them out with the potential of putting someone else in that position that could be worse off than them. Because all, all each, every candidate is saying and doing is just telling you stuff that they plan on doing, which a lot of them, a lot of times don't get in and do what they say they want to do. You know what I'm saying? So don't even allow this to be fear. We just, I just don't want us, I'm talking to myself too. I don't want us to be motivated by fear and nothing. You know what it says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7? It says, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but yet we're operating out of fear, then where did that fear come from? It couldn't have came from God because he just said he didn't give us that. And that's how, that's why I said, this is the type of confidence we have to have in developing God's word. If God says one thing, we can't go behind and say, well, you know how to, you never know what the Lord is going to do. Yes, you do. He just told us what he's going to do. We have to get out of these old sayings and you know what I'm saying? So we can't say, well, you never know what the Lord's going to do when he told us what he's going to do or what he's not going to do. That's what the Bible shows. The Bible shows us what he has done, what he is doing and what he's going to do in the future. Do you realize that? Like it's it told us. I mean, that's the whole. I mean, me preaching the gospel, me talking to you now. I'm I'm basically sharing everything of what he has already said. You know, we're talking about stuff that's presently happening, and then things that God is the scripture saying that you know is going to take place in the future. Only thing you don't know is the timing because it's none of our business. Those are, those are just, that's just certain things that he just holds to himself and rightfully so, because he's God. He can only give us information as he chooses to. And he gave us 66 books worth of wisdom. So you don't want to operate like this. That's fear-based too. Well, you never know what he might do. Well, I know he's not gonna give me the spirit of fear because he already said that. That's one thing I know. So I don't want to operate and live my life out of that. Again, we're gonna be precautious. We're going to take caution and we're going to do what needs to be done. You know, I didn't need this coronavirus to come to tell me that I need to wash my hands. You understand what I'm saying? But I've seen so many funny memes and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta admit, because I've been reading on it so much and it's just been all in my face, just on media and all that. I heard somebody cough today that the cough just didn't sound right. I'm looking, frowning up like, wait a minute now. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they even got the kid. They tried to get the kid. No, but you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, you know, man, I can't operate and live my life out of fear. And I, I haven't been thinking much about this coronavirus, to be honest with you. You know, but I'm just showing you how when you, you know, fill your mind up with so much information, then you hear common stuff, somebody just casually coughing, that you think it's like, you think it's something different. Well, it's just a cough. Everybody cough. You, you know what I don't like? Let me tell you what I don't like. <laughs> when I cough and somebody think you sick, or you got a cold, or, or you just getting over something, no, I just maybe you know with something in my nose, a pollen is going on. My nose is itchy. I sneezed. Why well, I gotta be coming over, getting over something, or, or about to catch something? I don't know what we'd be talking about. I don't know. I think we just be saying stuff because we don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't know. But nah, you, you mean your little nose can itch and you sneeze? Doesn't mean I have a cold or whatever, you know? But man, we just have to be wise. Don't let you don't let this stuff break the bank. When I say break the bank, I know I was listening to a radio personality earlier this week and they thought that the masks, these I think they call like M95 mask or whatever. He thought these masks could help prevent him from getting the coronavirus. You know how much these masks cost that he said he spent? He got 20 man. He got 10 masks for two hundred dollars. But that's how much in fear he was. He was willing to spend $200 for 10 masks and then he found out the next day that it says that masks won't keep you from, masks won't keep you from getting it, but it can help keep you from spreading it if you get the virus. So he played himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But let's just all, as the Bible say, watch and pray because we haven't seen the end of it. I was talking and I was saying how I remember reading back in like 2004, 2005, you know, when I first became a believer and um, reading in the scripture where it says that things will wax worse and worse. And I remember thinking like, well, how much bad can it get? It's crazy now, ain't it? <laughs> I was like, Lord, I, you, you was right. We in 2020 and things are on another level than it was in 2004, even from 2010, you know? Um, but all this stuff that goes on, it just ensures the fact. It just proves more to the fact of how much we need the Lord, that you can't live this life without him. You shouldn't want to. I mean, you really shouldn't. Some people think they can. Some people think that if they have a degree, they make a decent amount of money, get the right woman, drive the right car, live in the right and proper neighborhood that they think that they'll be OK. You know, maybe get donate a little bit to charity every now and then. Uh, none, of, none of that means squat <laughs> if you don't know Jesus. We need him because you know what's going to happen is that you're going to face a situation in life that your money, your degree, your wife, or whatever else you deem important won't have an answer for. And you're gonna have to go to the one that has the answer. I don't know if you all remember this story, but they used to tell me this story a lot when I was younger, a young believer. And they was telling us this, they would say, say you get to heaven and you find out that none of this stuff in the Bible was 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 true. Like you didn't, you didn't, you know, there was no, no God or, or whatever have you. And they said, think about your life. Think about the kind of life you lived. Um, you, you walked in love 
Um, you treated people right. You lived a fulfilling life. You did the things that the scripture says that you should do, you know. And the main thing is love. You know, you really displayed Christ-like character while on the earth. What did you lose? You didn't lose anything if you chose not to believe and you get up there and you find out, oh, wow, there is a guy. You're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you know, used to tell us all that, all that when I was uh, in youth church when I was younger. And they used to always say, you know what? It's better to have them and not need them than to need them and not have them. And I didn't understand that until I became an adult. And it's like, that's the truth. Now, we know the word of God is true. We know God. We already know that. We're, they were just saying hypothetically. And they was talking to us as young teenagers. And it all made sense to me then. Except that last part took me some time. Took me when I got older to understand it, that it's better to have him and not need him than to need him and not have him. And once I finally like, got a grip of that when I became an adult, I'm like, wow, I need him. And thank God I have them, you know, and um, I would just encourage you to share Jesus with your co-workers, your family, your friends, you know, live a life of Christ among those whom you're around. You know, on my job where I work, you know, I don't tell people, I don't even let people know I have a podcast unless some people ask, you know, about what my aspirations are and things like that. And I may share some things with them about the network or whatever. I don't even let them know I'm a youth pastor. I don't, I don't really share much about that but you know what i do i live i live before them when i say live before them they just see by my countenance and my character that there is something different and when they notice that there's something different it draws them in and they want to know and then it gives me that that entry to talk to them about the lord you know what i'm saying so i just want to encourage you just to live to live christ among those whom you're around you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying walk around with the Bible in your hand and all that. I'm just saying just live the life. God is so powerful that he will shine through you. The Bible says that we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. And there is no greater time than now that this world needs light like never before. And God wants us to be the light. Again, he said that we are the light of the world. He's in us. That's the only reason why we're shining. But he don't want us to be a light just to be a light. The whole point of being a light is to draw people to him. No matter what your profession is, no matter what your goal is in life, your ultimate responsibility, if you believe, is to share the love of Christ. And you already know, we already know you're not perfect. We already know I'm not, no one's perfect. We know that. But there are some conscious things that you should be aware of in your character that you know that you shouldn't be doing. You know what I'm saying? I had to take account of that, you know, a while back, that there are just certain things that I just shouldn't do. And that conviction will, that, that conviction will, set, will set in. You know, the, the Holy Spirit will begin to deal with you about certain things. And just take heed and yield to him. If he's, if you feel in your spirit, God tugging at your heart about certain stuff, just obey, just do it. 
Remember, he's not trying to keep us from having fun. He's trying to protect us. He's looking out for our best interest. Remember, he knows the end from the beginning. You don't, we don't. He knows all, sees all. He hasn't lied to us once. And he won't start today. All right. This podcast has been a blessing to you. Please share this with your family and your friends. Remember again that you can follow me on social media at mbills314. You can send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Also, again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to these podcasts. Um, and again, remember the And I Am podcast with my wife. She has a podcast designed for single women and single parents. Subscribe to that podcast. Be blessed. Let it encourage you. I have a lot of things coming up that are going, I believe, that is going to truly bless you and bless and ultimately bless the world. Make sure that you continue to pray for me as I pray for you. And I promise every week I'm coming at you. It's just I've been trying to get so many things together that I'm kind of, you know, I no more excuses. All right, how about that? No matter what I'm doing, I'm going to make sure that I get in here and drop off an episode a week to you because we're on our way to episode 100. All right. And I keep saying that because 100 to me is a big deal. I mean, 100 episodes worth of content. That's a lot. All right. So remember these words from the book of Romans, chapter three, verse four, latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.